Hello, I'm Ali and I'm one of the vicars here at St James in Alperton. This is the sermon for the 19th of June. Um, we're going to start by reading our Bibles. And our Bible reading today is taken from Luke. It's Luke 8, 26 to 39. Here we are. I'm reading from NLT. This is my Bible. A New Living Translation, which is the ones we use at St. James. So they arrived in the region of Gerasensis, across the lake from Galilee. As Jesus was climbing out of the boat, a man who was possessed by demons came out to meet him. For a long time he'd been homeless and naked, living in the cemetery outside the town. As soon as he saw Jesus, he shrieked and fell down in front of him, and then he screamed, why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? Please, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already commanded the evil spirit to come out of him. This spirit had taken often taken control of the man. Even when he was placed onto guard and put in chains and shackles, he simply broke them and rushed out into the wilderness, completely under the demon's control. Jesus demanded, what is your name? Legion, he replied, for he was filled with many demons. The demons kept begging Jesus not to send him into the bottomless pit. There, it ha there happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. And the demons begged him to be let them enter into the pigs. So Jesus gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs. And the entire herd plunged down the steep hillside and into the lake and drowned. When the herdsmen saw it, they fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. The crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw the man who had been freed from the demons. He was sitting at Jesus' feet, fully clothed and perfectly sound, and they were all afraid. Then those who had seen what had happened told the others how the demon-possessed man had been healed, and all the people in the region of the Gerasenes begged Jesus to go away and leave them alone. So, for a great wave of fear had swept over them. So Jesus returned to the boat and left, crossing back to the other side of the lake. The man who had been freed from the demons begged to go with him, but Jesus sent him home, saying, No, go back to your family and tell them everything God has done for you. So he went all through the town, proclaiming the great things Jesus had done for him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, over the summer, we're going to be looking at mental health. Mental health and our faith. How does our faith feed our mental health? Is there anything in the Bible that can help us with our mental health and how we understand ourselves? So today we are starting with peace. The word for peace in Hebrew is shalom. And we can see lots of shalom in the Bible, what it means. And uh, we can learn from that. The biblical understanding of personhood is that we're made up of many parts. And we can see this in Deuteronomy 6, 4, where God says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Golden Gate translates it saying your entire being, heart, soul, and strength. Jesus goes further. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength. 
If you're to love God with all of you, it makes sense that all of you needs to be able, all of you needs to be alert. So we can think, if you're to love God with all your heart, how healthy is your heart? How is your heart feeling? Is your heart fit? Are you loving? How, how fit is your spirit? Are you working out? Are you spending time with Jesus? Are you reading your Bible? Are you spiritually fit to be able to cope with the world around you? Is your mind fit? Are you able to have control of your mind? Is your body fit? Are you connected with your body? Is it, are you able to use it to do what you need to do with it? God is interested in all of this, in all of you. Mental fitness has become, since the pandemic, but also before, quite an important part of what it is to be human. Are we mentally healthy? Are we mentally fit? But within the biblical understanding of what it is to be a person, it's been there since time began. We are. Our mind is part of us. John 10.10, Jesus said, I've come. You'd have life and all its fullness. Fullness of heart, fullness of spirit, fullness of mind and fullness of strength. When we look at the Bible reading I've just read, we can see, remember that Luke chooses his words really carefully. He is a doctor. He is giving an account and the words that he chooses are trying to portray something he wants us to say. To see. In verse 26, Jesus has crossed the Sea of Galilee away from Jerusalem to where there is darkness, where there is uncleanness. It's a dark place full of dark things that sit in the darkness amongst the dead. You can almost hear, I've come that you'd have life and a life in all its fullness. And here we find this man near the pigs, amongst the tombs. We remember that actually hook is unclean and death is unclean. And so this man is sat in unclean, trapped in unclean, of in the place of unclean, of separation. He wore no clothes in verse 27. He's estranged from his own physical self. He doesn't even realise when he's too hot or too cold. He's just naked. He had no house, no neighbour, no community. He's estranged from his heart. He doesn't know what he loves. He doesn't know who he loves. He is isolated. And he's estranged from God. We see in verse 28, he, uh, Jesus appears and he shrieks. Spiritually, he's in a place of death and he's been controlled by evil spirits and by fear. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. And yet for this man, all of this was in disarray. All of this was estranged, was cut off from him. His own physical body, his own community, his own spirituality and connection with God. Everything is in tatters. We know in verse 35, it tells us that when G after this encounter, the man was in his right mind. New Living Translation says, perfectly sane. His mind was not his. 
the uh, speech when Jesus talks to him, talks to the spirits inside him. Because they're the ones who are in control and they're the ones that are speaking. This poor man has lost his very voice, his very mind, his physical being and his community. At the end of this episode, he is sitting at peace, sitting in the right place. He is connected with Jesus. And maybe this is what peace or shalom is about. Physically, he is honouring his body. He has clothed it. Spiritually, he's sitting at Jesus' feet. Do you remember Mary, the house of Lazarus, sat at his feet? And Jesus said of her, she's chosen a better thing. He's connected with the Lord, with God. He's connected with Jesus. He's in his right mind, Luke tells us. And then at the end, Jesus says to him, go tell your family. And it doesn't stop at his family, he tells his community. This man is a thankful man. His heart is healed and he is thankful. All of us, our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health, our emotional health, are involved in the worship of God and in the acceptance of God and in how we live as human beings. This is shalom. It's peace of mind and heart. It's connectedness. That's what we need for peace. It's part of God's gift to us in salvation. My peace I leave with you. I don't leave it as the world does, so don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't be upset. It's a gift. Peace is not the absence of war. This man, after his encounter with Jesus, uh, spends his life spreading the gospel, which for those of you who do know that that is full of stress and it is full of arguments and it's full of conflict and confrontation. No, this man's life is not without war, without stress, but it is full of peace. Peace is not safety. Jesus could have let him come with us. Yes, we'll just wrap you around. Oh no, we'll wrap around you physically and you'll be safe from harm. No, Jesus doesn't say that. He says, no, in fact, go back and tell your family. Peace is connectedness with God, primarily. And with all of ourselves, our heart, our soul, our mind and our strength. And with our neighbour. So, I guess we're back to the start. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. We see in our Isaiah reading, which we haven't really got time to go into now, that this peace, this shalom, is not even just for humans. When Jesus died on the cross and was that, there was that brokenness with God, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? This peace goes further than people. In our Isaiah reading, we see that this peace affects the very created order itself. It was made to be at peace. And we are connected with that through Jesus. So peace is a gift of Jesus. It is part of our salvation. Often we think of salvation as just going to heaven when we die. And yeah, that's part of it, but it's not all of it. It's for now. 
How healthy is your heart? Do you know how your heart is feeling? How healthy is your mind? We're going to talk about what we need to keep our mind healthy and fit. How healthy is your body? Could you do anything to help it to be more healthy? How healthy is your spirit? Are you working your spirit? You've been given the gift of this connectedness with God. Are you working on it? Are you growing it? Are you practicing hearing the voice of God in the Bible, in the world and in your prayer life? So Shalom, what does Shalom have to do with mental health and mental fitness? Jesus has come that we would have Shalom, peace. It is a gift of God and it is the starting point of our mental health. Our understanding that God knows that we are made up of body, mind, soul and, uh, and heart. That we have been given the gift of peace in all of these places. And that our role is to accept this gift. And like all of the gifts of Jesus, accepting is the beginning and growing is the middle. So the question for us today is, how are you? Really, how are you? Use some time today to get in touch with your whole self. Know that Jesus died for your whole self. Know that you are called to love and cherish your whole self and your neighbour and even your enemy. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. Thank you that as we look at ourselves with you in and with us, that you will quietly point to us areas of our life where, we, where there is no connectedness. Father, we give these places to you. Father, thank you for your gift of peace to us. Thank you that brokenness does not break you. Help us to grow in the knowledge and love of you. And we pray all of this through Jesus Christ. Amen.